0: We're better when we're sober, but it's not as much fun, so we get drunk. Hello, welcome to Tales from the Social Cup podcast, and Aaron is back with us. Hello, thanks for,
1: thanks for having me in person.
0: Yes, we are. Chatting in person this time. We sat around the dining room table, but we have been sat outside in the garden. We've been sampling some of my December homebrew stout. And we've had a bit of a varied uh, response from the the keg that I had. And we've been
1: trying to pour it and there's been a lot of head... For better or for worse. Um yeah. it's it's been a very interesting experiment. It's um it's not stopped raining and also blowing a gale for the entire evening, which granted has put a different spin on it than I think we anticipated. But equally, like I say, the, the, the beer was quite lively, <laughs> shall we
0: say? <laughs> yeah. With um We met up in the garden in the garden bar and we were hoping, we were probably hoping for a weekend like last weekend where it was a bit frosty and calm and and we've had a lot of wind and a lot of rain so we've been tackling that and that's why we're not recording outside at the moment and then um, on top of that we've, well I say on top of that, during that time we've polished off a full five litre keg because we've been sat outside drinking talking trying to light a fire also listening to music
1: it's been an enjoyable evening so far yeah
0: so sorry if we didn't bring all of that to you in the podcast but we've also enjoyed ourselves sat in my garden enjoying each other's company it is what it is folks that's what that's where that's, we're at. That's where we're
1: at. But um, and, and to be fair, if if you want to give the, the little heads up, the uh homebrew was very nice for the people who are at home listening. Good. It, it's a stout that you had on. Um it's got kind of like interesting almost almost fruity elements to it, I think, a little bit. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. Um not like like what you see from like pale ales or anything like that, to yeah. be fair, it, it's sort of Christmassy almost notes to it, I guess. But, um, but yeah, very nice and like always is the thing. So, a little bit of a background info, I guess, for people who don't know is that Jamie used to do a lot of like homebrew stouts with his dad as well. Yeah, that kind of became a little bit famous for me because I used to really like them and like just. I mean, just, just get a load on and for me they're always just very very drinkable like you can just get through it without even noticing kind of thing and this is very much the same
0: yes we changed the uh, it was a different um, stout this year usually for the past few years I've done um, Cooper's Irish stout and i think that's the closest to a homebrew kit to the one we've done previously um before that it was wilkinson's and i can't remember the original we started doing but then wilkinson's took on their own version of it at one point and we did that a few a few years in a row um but i just thought that that had become a bit watered down and i was trying to find the original I do think Cooper's Irish Stout is the best version. Although yeah. I need to I need to brew that again and try that. But this time we went for I can't find the name of it. But I will.
1: I suppose the uh the, the thing with all good like science experiments is you just need to you need to keep doing it again and again. Just to make sure you get the same results. gotta keep trying. Yeah, that's the thing. It
0: was, um, so the the homebrew kit this time was from Better Brew and it was their Irish stout and that comes in like a a plastic pouch Um, and obviously comes with all of their own yeast and everything else but I used um, 500 grams of brewing sugar and 500 grams of extra dark um, dried spray malt in that brew and the difference... Actually, I did on that one, compared to the other brews I do and other stouts I've done, is I bought bottled water from Aldi. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if that made too much of a difference, to be honest. And it's hard to judge when you haven't got them side by side.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially like, yeah, it's been a while since you had the the previous one. Um,
0: The bottles are quite good. Although let me send you let me show you this picture. Right, so my dad sent me this picture. <laughs> after, okay. After I dropped him off. Yeah. Um a liter bottle and a five hundred ml bottle. He sent me that and he said, um, bit lively. Bit lively lad, question mark. <laughs> and I sent him back to him. Mine haven't been that bad. Was that the liter bottle or the five hundred mil? Um, might have overdone the sugar a little bit. He said the small bottle is okay tasting, uh, thumbs up. And then he uh, and then I sent him a picture of my five hundred ml bottle, which is significantly which, less. Yeah, yeah. Which looks more like it should in the pint and glass. Um, yeah, but from our. Our experience tonight in the five litre keg that I made. I think I overcarbed it you are maybe
1: a little bit high, a little bit over zealous on the sugar.
0: Yes. I didn't want us to get to this point in like recording a podcast, being together, and pouring a pint and it being stale yeah. and like not working. So I think I've I've just gone a bit too far on it, put too much sugar in, it's gone overcarbed, and then when I've put the um the gas canister on it's it's then bumped it up a little bit too much. So we've had a few a few plants pulled off. They have not been able to drink straight away, and we've had a few uh, we've had, we had a bit too much head, it's been, which been a good way of pacing yourself.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: yeah, we've had to. Well, it was at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> we've polished off five liters. Well,
1: uh, yeah, It is what it is. Yes. Talking, okay, where's your glass?
0: trying to do half and a half now. So on my travels, um, I was in BM yesterday and I saw a couple of, uh, I actually wanted to get a couple of different sort of stout, uh, maybe Christmassy things. I thought they might have had it in the seasonal section but I couldn't find anything. So I ended up with an Innocent Gun, Irish whiskey cask, um, does it say, Scottish, sir? Oatmeal stout. Scottish oatmeal stout. So it's been stored in some, um, Irish whiskey casks. Um, before it's been bottled, I think.
1: beer to be savoured, it is Irish whiskey cask matured for mellowness and depth of flavour. Aromas of dark chocolate, espresso and vanilla bean. full malt character with a hint of molasses great on its own and pairs well with full flavoured foods like rich stews and fresh shellfish best served ice cold in an Innocent Gun glass of course
0: ok yeah Innocent Gun is one that I've had in the past people have got me that for Christmas I've had the rum aged or rum barrel whichever one it is that they do I've had that before but then it always seems to be one that pops up in a BM and m type shop <laughs>
1: Is it weird? Or is it me? So it's obviously a Scottish brewery. Yeah. But they're saying finished in an Irish whiskey cask. No. Now I don't, clearly I don't know enough about the, the difference between Scottish and Irish whiskey. Okay. It's got an E in it, so it's clearly an Irish whiskey. Yeah. Right. But what why why would a of a Scottish company Imported Irish whiskey casks just for the sole purpose of finishing the beer in it, or is there a difference in process between a Scotch whiskey and an Irish whiskey mm. that therefore would make it's an Irish whiskey but distilled in Scotland? I, I'm not really expecting proper answers from you on this because
0: I feel very much on the spot.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, um. I don't know, but. You can see where my confusion is with a Scottish company making a beer that's finished in Irish whiskey. Yes. Cast, right?
0: And it's also 6.1%. So yeah, it's well...
1: A, it's a sturdy... It's a good job we are not got too much of it.
0: It's a sturdy oatmeal stout. Um, so for me, I would look at this and think that it was a obviously a Scottish brewed oatmeal stout. Mm-hmm. I would say they probably have not only experimented with an Irish whiskey cask, but other, maybe an Isla cask or something. You know that
1: cross between the two, Scottish,
0: yeah. But maybe we haven't had access to that because it's not been available in the B and M store I was in. Um, But I mean, if if that was your overall goal and you'd done. The Isle of whiskey route, yeah, you did done a malt whiskey route or whatever.
1: Then where would your next step be? So I think I guess I'm not like you. You're probably right in terms of the way that they've got, you know, one from Isle of Sky, one from mm. anywhere else. Yeah, you know, in in Scotland and particularly yeah. those. So do they just then get in a few Irish whiskey casks? Import them in from Ireland for the purposes yeah. of, and like you say, like you say, there's a run of, there's so many of these, yes. there's so many in the, mm. all the different other, yeah, well, like you say, because I've had it before now, the rum finish casks that they've done where it's, yeah, it's, it's a cask of rum that they've then finished off in.
0: I know they've definitely done the rum finish, um, so I wonder whether this Irish whiskey cask is a selection
1: of... There's nothing on the bottle to say it's a, a limited run. Yeah. So whether it's just a case of, oh, they've got such and such a company that... that import in the...
0: Okay. Innocent gun, Irish whiskey cask, Scottish omelette stout.
1: Cheers. Cheers. Okay. So it's... um, It's got a... A stout sort of texture, but it's not so. We, I don't know if we mentioned, but it is a 6.1 percent, yes. And you get sometimes, if anything gets above five, generally, you it tends to feel quite um, sort of molasses, so you yeah, get that kind of yeah. flavor. Now, there's a little bit of that to that, mm. but it's not overly. To me, it's
0: almost like it wants to be that, but it's still a little bit light. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, i probably about right. It's not incredibly, like, over the top of the flavour.
0: No, it says, this beer is Irish whiskey cast matured to unlock natural hints of vanilla, uh, coffee and dark chocolate aged for 51 days. Um, what do you reckon to it? And it's a 330ml uh, bottle that we've shared. Here's um, a fun fact. Do you know, as it as I let it linger and mellow, I get a bit more coffee off it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a little bit more sweetness. So it's, yeah, but initially that first taste was a bit like, I don't, I don't quite get anything but now it's coming through and there is a bit of oat there there's a bit of creamy maybe vanillainess on the very back end of the palate not like when you first drink it. Go. On.
1: Uh I have apparently had this before. Oh really? What did you score it? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nearly nearly 10 years ago. Well which says a lot, since apparently I've had Untapped for that long. Yes. But um I, I scored it quite low before, and I definitely disagree with that now. So Okay. So it was like two and a half is what I gave Ooh. it before, on the old Untapped. Do you think that was like a
0: uh, Christmas-type gift that you
1: might have drunk and scored? It, possibly. Well, it was the March, so... Oh wow! Okay, it's almost certainly not going to have lasted that long. I can't think why it would have got it in the march, but um, I also think that the changing score is a bit more of a maturing taste type thing. Yes, Um, I've never had it on mine,
0: but I'm just seeing that they've done an original, a Caribbean rum cask, a lager. Toasted Oak IPA. They've also done Irish Whiskey and Scotch Whiskey Porter. So they have done various
1: different types. Um, they are kind of famous for the, I think so, at least for the, it's a beer, but they've done it in yes various different yeah. versions. Like various different finishes, various different...
0: Yeah, my memory of them is probably of 10 years ago maybe a slightly longer um, and getting one for Christmas or seeing one in the supermarket and picking it up thinking oh it's one of them beers that they've done very differently and we're going to try that like a little bit it's not before craft beer but it's it's as craft beer started to
1: branch out
0: and become more accessible isn't
1: it yeah I think so. I've also realised as well that this is actually slightly different because the one that I'd seen before was technically the Irish Whiskey Finish. Yes. It was 7.4, which is not this one, is it? No. This one is.
0: I'd seen that on the the app I just looked at. I didn't know if somebody had entered
1: it wrong. Yes. So that's (laughs) not the right one that I'm looking at, basically. So, have you had this one or the other? I one? haven't had this one it okay. before. The other one was different. There you so, go. You there you go. A, you got a new There's, entry. They got better oh, clearly. Not <laughs> in the last ten years. Mm-hmm.
0: The more it sits in the glass, the more I drink it. It's not too bad.
1: I like I, it. I quite, I quite like it. Yeah, I do like it.
0: And for something you get from B and M for, I don't even know if it was two quid a bottle, right? Well worth picking up for Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, just as a.
1: You know, you're not gonna want a lot of it, no. But still, Yeah.
0: it's quite tasty.
1: Yeah.
0: Go on, you're checking, pick it up, check it in.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at all the different ones that they've done. So they They're did loads, like, didn't they? I guess it's the different kind of ways. But they did the Scotch Whiskey one, a Canadian cherry wood one, which I've had. The spiced rum one, which I've had. The Irish whiskey one, one called Mangoes on the Rum. Such as fruity one. Interesting uh, interesting brewery if nothing else, I think. American Oak and Pale ale as well. Sometimes you wonder with these type of breweries if they go a
0: little bit too over the other line of We've got to do these Constantly funky type like beers, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like can we just focus on a nice core range almost but maybe they've figured out that a core range isn't um beneficial to them so
1: yeah i think i agree
0: but then how how much is you know how much is putting their product into b&m damaging to them as a
1: a brewery that's that's uh, it's an interesting question because like do you look at something that's in B&M and think well why is it in B&M yeah um I don't I don't know the answer because I don't necessarily think that way Mm. um could just be a case of
0: this was going cheap at one point they've picked it up in his limited run. yeah maybe it's not the brewery's fault. It's more on B and
1: M. Should a brewery necessarily be picking choosing where the you know, or how much their, their beer goes for. True. Dunno. It's a good question, but mm.
0: I don't think you ever get a solid answer on that one, really. I don't I don't think us to a...
1: no best place to answer it either.
0: Mm. No.
1: Um
0: and do you know what, we probably wouldn't be sat here talking about it,
1: reviewing it, if it was telling other people about it. 5 six pounds a bottle.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know, you're right. Because you wouldn't take that chance on it.
0: Exactly. We've got a Guinness Foreign Extra Stout, 7.5%, 650ml uh, bottle. Splitting that between the two of us, and we're going to give that a little review. And a chat around that, and I think Aaron's got a question for me on that
1: one as well. So you see a lot of these, like um, export from Guinness um, Stout things. We mentioned it like in passing between the two of us before. So you see, like West Indies or wherever that kind of thing. But um, you can try it if you like. But do you want to have a guess where the untapped? Check in, like, where this is allegedly exported to. Cheers. No.
0: Cheers. I don't really know. No. Um, Why would you? No, I wouldn't. Uh, I've seen there's a Nigerian one, I believe. It's not that. Think more tropical. Oh, dear. Tropical. Don't think I could even guess. It's allegedly exported to the
1: Seychelles.
0: Oh right.
1: <laughs> this one in particular, yeah. or this. Just... So this particular, like I don't know, this particular brand of Guinness export, yeah. foreign export stout, yeah, is one that is supposedly exported to the Seychelles.
0: And there's no real giveaway on the bottle. I mean, there's a. Yellow and turquoise colouring to the label, yeah, but uh, I don't know if all there isn't this an extra as that
1: Seychelles, the one the flag that's got like all the different colours in it, like a like a yeah. sunrisey rainbow type thing,
0: yeah. Uh, so, when I was under the impression. And you might want to get ours on social media in the comments or whatever. Um, that Guinness for an extra stout only did like two versions.
1: That was the like the West Indian and the Nigerian or whatever yeah, the other one yeah, was. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but maybe that's not the case now.
1: You think like Guinness have got like a different? Export stout to all the different corners of the world, maybe, mm. and yet, all of conveniently, all of them are places that we're not going to just go and have a look. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, I suppose when I say like foreign exports stout, extra stout, we're getting that over here in the UK,
1: mm.
0: so that might be heading somewhere else. Um, but I believe there's some versions of the Guinness Foreign style that are brewed elsewhere as well. So like the Nigerian okay. version is brewed over there. Yeah, yeah. That then
1: obviously... Comes back. We,
0: yeah, yeah. That it's difficult for us to get. It's not
1: readily available. On every shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's... Um, so you reckon this one's uh, come via the Seychelles, then? But it says on the on the labels Brewed in Ireland. Brood in Ireland. Which I dunno.
0: Yeah. It says Brewed in Ireland. So maybe this one was brewed in Ireland, ready to go. To the Seychelles.
1: To the Seychelles. And then you think it's like their version of Guinness because I don't know, like you think it's going to last longer on the flight over to the Seychelles, and
0: that's a tough one, isn't it? Because my thought process is like, why would there be so many different versions of one it, one, one stout, you know, one yeah, brewed beer. But maybe if you go back years and years, is that that maybe maybe how it was transported? Like West Indies one, yeah, might have endured several months at sea.
1: Well, yeah, Yeah. I suppose that's before the obviously we're just flying stuff about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got back in the day. Last in the in the boats, right? Yeah, so
0: maybe that's where it comes from. That's maybe the recipe where it comes from. Um, but yeah, it's weird that you can like pick something up in your random B and M store and have a strange conversation about where it might have come from and why uh, yeah is this the Irish version that's brewed and sent out across the world as their export um, foreign extra stout version well
1: that's a good point I
0: suppose or is it one of
1: many that has multiple conversations and it's funny because like I'm obviously quite familiar with the taste of Guinness, like as yes. we get it over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is slightly different. Could be down to the fact it's in a bottle, which mm. is a bit odd. Um, but then I haven't sat down and compared that to the West Indian export or whatever that they had, mm. or the other export that they had. You know, you know. And is it a case of, well, maybe they're all quite similar because this is how Guinness brew and bottle and sell the ones that are going to be for export. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Throwing out an idea. It's got the Guinness um, flavour. Yeah. Overall, hasn't it? But then there's a little bit extra to it. There's a little bit more dark roasted
1: um, molasses
0: type flavour to it, isn't there?
1: Hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: It's definitely interesting. Maybe that's a whole <laughs> episode we might have to delve into of the different types of
1: export Guinness. Well, yeah. <laughs> Line up as many as we can. <laughs> Blind taste test. Uh, wow. Well, yeah. What? A, what I know a night
0: that'll be. It would be interesting, wouldn't it? We should try that. A couple of short. Uh, stories from the club. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That happened during your weekend away. <laughs> the weekend away, which we'll get to on another podcast, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few weeks ago, yeah.
0: Um, you were away uh, with a couple of lads on a lads weekend away. I nipped into the club on the... I think it was a Sunday. So we're getting into December, late November and December. Uh, My wife had booked in a photography session for the kids. Right. Like a Christmas-themed thing that they were holding at the club. Um, So we turned up there. Yeah, like time slots.
1: Yeah. Then you've got to do this. uh, Inevitably, the people who were there before you were overrunning and all that.
0: Yes, Yeah. Um, so we turned up, um, got in the queue, Say the queue, it was a big room, not that many people there, um, it was all in darkness when we got there, so we sat down, I went up, got a drink, as uh, you do, as you do, while you're waiting, couple um, of bites of crisps for the kids or whatever, a pint of Boddington's that I think I had at the time, um, in that face still were you at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so then the kids go off to have the kids uh, have the pictures done. So they go over into that bay bit, in the, you know, the big room in the club. Yeah, yeah. So where the bay bit is, where we usually sit up for the gents' night. Yeah. That was where the photography studio was. Okay. So it was kind of like a step up from the, the main floor, and it's like, yeah. like a little yeah. corner area. Yeah, 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 it's like a two table type situation. Uh, within like almost like a booth but a bit bigger than a booth would be yeah so she set this photography screen up and it's all Christmas themed and focused and so the kids have gone up there have the picture taken and everything right one of the old guys that is a regular comes wandering in with some young girl and they're talking about having the picture taken and up until this point, like the the woman behind the bar that I haven't seen before, was sort of saying to people that like this side of the club was like just for photography and just for pictures and all. That. And um so the kid comes running through, and then he's kind of walk, walking behind. And then the the like the the woman behind the bar shouts, "You can't go that way." because they're taking pictures, it's not open. And uh, the guy turns around and goes, yes, she can, she's with me. Like, voice of authority. He's one of the old guys that's there all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, she can, she's with me. And then proceeds to carry on around the corner and then realises there's already somebody there, which is my wife. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like a little bit apologetic and he's a bit like, oh, I didn't realise somebody was there. We'll wait our turn, sort of thing. So he thought the whole situation was like for a whole pub thing, whole club thing. Just, just anyone turn, could turn queue and anyone could just wander up yeah. and have a picture taken yeah. for the purposes of Christmas or whatever. That wasn't the situation. Everyone had time slots, it was all booked. People were arriving. And he was like, Can we just get a picture? And she was like, Oh I can do you one at the end. But I've got people booked in. And like yeah, when yeah. I finish this one, someone's coming. Someone's waiting over there, and he's <laughs> and he's like, "I understand the wait." <laughs> and like, Before that, when I finished, he was like, "Can we jump in?" And He was like, "No, <laughs> people are booked. Yeah. You can't just jump yeah. in." And so, rather than take the hint of, <laughs> Can you, no, no. Open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not for you right now. You need to go because people are paid and booked, and this is a thing, and he and he just kind of sat at the side and watched, and so did the girl, and the girl was very eager, she was more eager than him, obviously
1: oh yeah, yeah.
0: Um, to have a pitch taken, but he just wanted to sort of help and indulge it It wasn't his relation, I don't think was the overall kind of right uh message, but he was trying to help and not being very helpful no. overall. And he was kind of sat at the side like, oh, we'll get a picture in a minute, we'll get a picture. And then he kept saying, is it our turn yet? And she was like, no, there's people sat over there waiting. And he was just like, he just kept... Missing, you... missing the point. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a regular. And if I pointed him out to you, you'd know who he was. Okay. But it's like... Sometimes you think so. This is a Sunday afternoon, and you think, "Is he has he been there all day drinking and he doesn't realize that this is happening?" And just kind of realize something's going on. And I'll just join in, or is it because he generally is an older fella? And he just doesn't, doesn't realize, do not realize that what what the deal is that? social etiquette of like this person's booked a room. To take photos of yeah. people, and no, you're not included in that. It's not open for the whole pub.
1: Yeah, like a backroom thing. It's an odd one, right? So yeah, could be just a case of he's a little bit clueless,
0: like you say. Yeah,
1: and it's just a case of,
0: but he's there all the
1: time. He's a very regular. I, like I think he probably. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, so he obviously has to be a regular to even be in that situation. <laughs> situation, yeah, yeah, in the first place, because right. otherwise, you know, he's going to turn up with possibly a granddaughter, daughter. I don't know. I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think either of them. That's questionable. That's that's very questionable. What is the?
0: I think. The parent of the child works behind the bar. Okay, he's there all of the time and has got very familiar with them, and they've come in quite often because the parent works there, and they get to know them. So he's like uncle. Right.
1: Oh, okay. The uncle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a little bit odd. I know. I mean. But not, he, he not was, here to pass final judgment, I no, guess.
0: No, definitely. But he was like adamant this picture was taking place. Do
1: you um, reckon he ever got the picture taken?
0: Because um, I'm assuming you left before. I left before that happened. But no, I don't think so. Because well, maybe at the very end. As like a, I assume, like you have to pay a fee. Right? Yeah, it's like a photographer. Yeah, like, so you've got to pay
1: them for the yeah. So and I
0: did hear him say at the bar. He and he said to the woman behind the bar, he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought she was here for everybody." <laughs> <laughs> professional photographer just turns up, and takes <laughs> pictures of people. Yeah. That's never done it before. Yeah.
1: I tell you what, it would be interesting if a professional photographer just turned up in the club and just took pictures of people. That'd be amazing. I'd pay for them.
0: Yeah. We should try them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other story from the club, that happened the day after. So that was a Sunday. And then the day after was the Monday that we were playing football that you did not turn up to because you were too busy. Still, one,
1: still being in.
0: Anyway, on your holidays. Country, yeah. 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 So. Go on. Just to say. You were <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we um, We nipped in. For one. Yeah. After football. The Domino's crew were there. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. But they were all sat in the bar where we normally turn up for football. Um after football, sorry. And there's not that many people usually there. So they were all in there. And then we realised England were playing.
1: That's oh, why they okay. were all sat there. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So they were getting like their England fix in before the Dominoes match started. Um so we we turns up, gets our drink, sits down, having a, having a drink, having a chat, talking about England. a Couple of lads are there, the old fellas like Domino's like there, chatting about England, with giving it
1: a bit of bit of banter across yeah.
0: the yeah. Know. I think there was a penalty penalty call in there while we were sat there, and it was like he's, uh, he's he. he it was the argument between the new and the old school. Right. And okay. VAR. Yeah,
1: all that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we had that conversation going on. And then a guy comes in after the fact. A couple of dominoes lot had got up and said, we're, we're off next door because the game was starting. And uh, one bloke was getting the pints in at the bar. And his mate, say his mate, Somebody he was with who we knew was nearby who wasn't drinking because he had an um, apple juice I think he had. And the other guy was ordering like four pints because he was going to take it through to the next place, uh, the other side of the room with, with him for his mates. And um, <laughs> the conversation went something like, <laughs> somebody said you'd lost weight. But you don't look as if you have. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the guy just kind of sniggered and laughed at him, and then he went. So what did they say when they put the camera up your ass? Okay. And the guy at the bar went. They said, "Well, it's full of shit." <laughs> <laughs> And I had to try my hardest <laughs> <in> <laughs> not to just absolutely lose my shit. Yeah, I and then, can, uh, yeah. I'm okay.
1: I, yeah, actually, yeah, that, that would happen. Yeah, and these are like old fellas yeah. in the 70s. Well, that's a, it's, that, a, it's a great response. If you ever have to have a camera up your arse, by the way, that is a great response to it.
0: I mean, that's pretty much what you're going to find. <laughs> um, and then after that, the other guy, who wasn't drinking, by the way, after have to add that, he went, did they not give you an enema? Of course they gave him an enema.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just out of the blue. He like, completely missed the point of the joke.
0: No, but it's like one of them situations where he's like the protagonist of the whole joke. And then all of a sudden turns around with a serious comment. Didn't give you an animal? And he was like, it's a, it's a, it's a camera up your arse. They always give you an animal. <laughs> yeah. Of
1: course we did, yeah.
0: <laughs> and we, like, we're just sat in the corner trying to watch the football. Yeah. Plus, just having a beer after the football. Do you
1: reckon Declan Rice is doing right now? Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, these lads are talking about his arse. That was two days in a row. I was in the club, that I witnessed to, these to things. place that keeps on giving. These stories, they're just available for the yeah. taking. We need to be there more often. Yeah, well, we sit here and talk about them you like. I'm sat in my garden drinking home <laughs> brew. That's not good to anymore. Well, it is what it is. cost you a fraction of what
1: it would cost you in the club <laughs> which would cost you a fraction of what it costs cost you in a regular pub yes so here we are I forget how we wrap up every episode <laughs> I'm not going to lie I think you do it to be
0: fair so we will wrap up our Christmas episode by saying Merry Christmas to everyone and have a good one in whatever way you're uh, celebrating it or doing it we'll catch up with you next time and uh we'll say cheers for now cheers cheers